I like I am just exhausted of living in interesting times. I would kill to live in boring times. Welcome to Tencent Takes, the show where we get down with the superhero sickness one issue at a time. My name is Mike Thompson, and as always, I am joined by my co-host, the marvelous mistress of medicine, Jessica Frazier. Ooh, come closer. I'll give you a shot. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I can't complain, you know? It's It's a nice day today. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, but we are just on the other side of the ongoing torrent of rain that we've had in the Bay Area, which is great because we really need water, but at the same time... Uh, my backyard could definitely use a break. Like I'm tired of tracking mud into the house. (laughs) And I built my own house. So I, you know, (laughs) I'm always a little leery about water and this not so watertight ship that I live in. I can't believe that our roof has lasted as long as it has, man. Like when we bought this place, they were like, oh, you need a new roof. Like it may not survive this winter. And we managed to ride it out for two winters. We finally were able to like, you know, put enough aside to. (laughs) <laughs> to commission a new roof, but good God. Man. Ugh. Yeah. Well, if you are new to our show, our main episodes drop every other week and provide in-depth looks into interesting moments in comic books and how they tie into pop culture and history. But today is one of our dollar bin discoveries. Many episodes that we do in between those deep dives. We spend a lot of time rooting through dollar bins at local shops, looking for interesting stuff to talk about. And while a lot of those issues we find are fun and weird, there may not be enough for us to do a full deep dive on. That's at the moment. We always reserve the right to change our mind later and come back and do a full episode. Each episode features both of us talking about one random issue that we've come across in the dollar bins, one that fits a general theme that one of us has chosen. Tonight is my theme, and we're talking about health-oriented comics. We are talking about what these issues are, what goes inside them, and why they are interesting. But basically, these are mini episodes that are meant to provide you with some weekly content between our more in-depth discussions about the weirder and more interesting moments in comic book history. So, Jessica, what health-related comic are you bringing to the operating table today? Oh, I liked that. That was cool. Well, I'm not a doctor, but... Do you play one on TV? I do sometimes. <laughs> you may have seen me in something you can't quite recall. So <laughs> we had this really cool Secret Santa dollar bin gift exchange that you organized, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And it was for a few of the podcasts that we regularly interact with. And I was sent some comics from Rob of Dear Watchers. And if you haven't checked them out, they are a really fun what if podcast. So if you like us, you'll definitely like them. Yeah, we are going to have them on later this year. I think I think we're going to be talking about some Star Wars stuff, Uh, but that's going to be, you know, that's going to be like in May. So. Oh, the timing makes a lot of Mm -hmm. sense. Yes. Well, so Rob was my secret Santa and sent me a ton of really cool stuff. And by the way, spoilers, we will be bringing up a lot of the stuff that Rob sent me because it was real fun. Yeah. Yes. No, like we like, and the funny thing is that Guido was my secret Santa. Right. (laughs) 
Well, and, and I yet, got Guido. I was Guido's secret yeah. Santa. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just us. There were a lot of other people involved in this. Yeah. No, it was, it was a good crew. We had like seven or eight people involved in that. And it was just like yeah. the, the uh, coincidental. But uh, but yeah, also like Robin Guido, like podcast BFFs. They are mm-hmm. awesome dudes. And I am so glad that we that we have become friends with them. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So today I'm bringing one that is called Health and Wealth, a graphic guide to the U.S. healthcare system. Yeah. And honestly, when I first looked at this from the outside, just from the cover, I wasn't sure what the tone or like the overall message was going to be. But, Mm -hmm. oh boy, it is just right up my alley. You will will enjoy this too, Mike. So Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) The the title makes me very wary. Well, you'll like it in a sense. Let's just say that. So it was published in 2021 by a collective of cartoonists and students from Harvard College and the Center for Cartoon Studies with support from the Radcliffe Institute for Advanced Study. Okay. So it starts off with what an ideal healthcare system looks like, with it being easy for someone to get care for their child, for example, along with not losing pay for being in the hospital with them and having transportation and medical necessities taken care of so the parent could focus on the sick child. And mm-hmm. then it talks about what the healthcare system in the U.S. actually looks like. Yeah. And it's pretty fucking bleak. You know. I, I Okay. So for those who are not aware, I used to be an EMT. And then my most recent job was I was working for a healthcare provider on the tech corporate side. I, man. (laughs) Yeah. And I loved how they portrayed this because they showed a confusing map of different hobbled together children's games like Shoots and Ladders, Monopoly, and Candyland to show how Mm -hmm. difficult and impossible it seems to get to the end of the, like, game. Yeah. And some of the obstacles were, like, high cost hospitals and networks being unable or willing to share records. So patients have to undergo expensive tests Mm -hmm. multiple times, different rates of coverage, having a lien put on one's home or like having to start a GoFundMe to pay for medical bills. Yeah. I mean, like I, I got sent to debt collection because my insurance company was having problems with a medical provider billing group. Because when I went to the ER, because I had a bat land on me in the middle of the day, so I had to go get the rabies vaccine, which is basically it's gotten so expensive over the past decade that nobody like is carrying it except for the ER. So the ER was totally paid off by my insurance, but then the doctors there weren't covered or weren't, they weren't employees of the hospital. So then what happened was the medical billing group that represented them was supposedly working with my insurance. My insurance was like, you're totally paid off. You're good. And I'm like, cool. And then the medical billing group went, no, we don't have a deal with them. We are completely rejecting everything because we don't like they're saying that they're paying us less and we reject that. And then they invoiced an incomplete address. And I didn't know anything about this until I got sent to debt collection. And then that nuked my credit score from orbit. And then I spent the better part of a year untangling that whole mess. And and like, like, that's the thing is like, I didn't do anything wrong. Like I paid all my bills that I was told I had to pay. And then, and then it was just basically both of these companies pointing fingers at each other, but I'm stuck in the middle with all of a sudden obliterated credit score. And I had to repair that before I could buy a house. Exactly. Yeah. So that was cool. Yes. 
Yeah, there are. So there are a ton of obstacles and there were all these like there were a ton of other ones that I really that I have not written down. But it also they then go on to give a history of how hospitals came to be and Mm -hmm. they discuss how hospitals use tactics to maximize their profits. Mm hmm. And then it talks about like segregation and how minorities in lower income areas mm. often don't have the same access to health care yep. and how insurance doesn't always cover everything and that most people affected mm-hmm. by under insurance don't know that they're underinsured. Mm-hmm. And then it talks about the lobbying and some of the history and numbers about how much is spent on lobbying versus actual health care. Which I'm not going to get into it because it's fucking dire, my I'm friends. Like, my face throughout it's all of this. Ghastly. I'm just having flashbacks. I'm like, I'm like reliving all of like the medical financial trauma I had to go through right now. Yeah, it's it's really fucked up. Yeah, to say the least. And then once it gets through all of that, it goes. There are a couple of stories. One is a a couple of ants talking about how one is having a campaign for funds for their sick kid and they come across a grasshopper who asks if he can go see their antennae expert because his kid is injured. But the ants say that only people who live near the anthill can use the anthill hospital. And they huff off saying the nerve of that guy. Which, yeah, yeah, yep, that's Mm -mm. big feels. So... The other story, too fucking relatable. The other story is a story of two snakes. One is a doctor snake and the other is a business snake. And they get together to form a hospital. And it goes really well. They end up expanding and putting more hospitals under their umbrella, making bigger and bigger profits. But then the other animals start saying that things are too expensive, that they need more coverage in remote areas, that those incarcerated shouldn't have fucking substandard care. Mm Mm-hmm. And instead of making any changes, the business snake just eats them all. Yeah. Yep. And there was a more optimistic last frame, however, of other animals pulling at the back of the snake's tail with the message that they haven't heard the last from the people and that only time will tell what will happen. Mm. So I'm not going to lie. I wasn't sure what to expect from this comic, but it I don't think it was this. Like, I thought it was going to be like more of like, I don't know, kind of like propaganda about how this is how the healthcare system works, you know, kind of like, mm. you know what I'm talking. Yeah. But this gave so many facts and numbers about the U.S. healthcare system. And it was easy to digest it, like just having it broken down that way. Because of the nature of the content, it was pretty dense with text for, like, a normal comic book at times. But I think it was necessary, and it didn't take anything away from the content or the the comic itself. The art was also really cute, and I think that added to the comic. I liked the analogies that they used at the end, and I think it also left some room for, like, action – It gave a further reading section. It gave an engagement guide so teachers could use it in their classrooms as well. So Mm. it was a really neat read. So I'm super glad that Rob sent it to me. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it was like distressing, but. No, like, I mean, based on my background, as soon as I heard the title about like health and wealth, I was like, oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure they're going to like provide breakdowns about how problematic capitalism mixed with healthcare is. And yeah. 
Yeah, like I I get so angry about this stuff now. And and Sarah's aunt also worked in healthcare, uh, and we were talking about everything. And the problem is that venture capital is now getting involved with a lot of healthcare practices and hospitals. Right. And they'll just, you know, shut shit down when it's not profitable enough anymore. Like there was a story about a hospital that basically just ceased operations one day like people came to work and they're like yeah we're not operating anymore and they had been bought by some venture capital group and it was like yeah no i mean yeah what about all the patients what about like i yeah that it's just baffling that things like that can happen but we're so tied up in this like you know this accumulation of wealth and this accumulation of like you know honestly we don't see most of our money anymore Nope. Like we're fighting, we're fighting over an idea at this point. Yeah. Which is kind of fascinating to think about. Sorry. I'm just like, I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm stewing right now. No, that's okay. We should just probably move on to your comic. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) What do you think? What, what have you, please, please. What have you been reading? Is it, is it any more uplifting? Yeah. Uh, well, it's cute. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I'll take it. So I am coming tonight with the DC Comics Superheroes Good Health Activity Book. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It uh okay. this was a book that I got earlier this year. It has some very wholesome art. Let me show you the cover for this. Give me one sec. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. At the top it says DC. It says DC Comic Superheroes. Like this was super slanted font. Holy yeah. crap. It's like about to zoom out that room. It says good health activity book. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Superman in the background. And there's like a, ch- a child crawling on his back. Mm-hmm. There's Wonder Woman in the background. Just like, why are there children here? There are other children just hanging out. A very diverse group of ch- Very intentionally I- diverse. I was actually very pleased to see that because this is yes. from the 80s. And so I was like, oh, like, the, like there's a girl. There is a girl who is very clearly Native American. Like, yeah, there is a black kid hanging out with Batman yeah. in a Batman T-shirt. And then yes. there's another child of color dangling off of Superman's shoulders. It's cute, right? Yeah. Like, no, I like it. I do like it. I don't know. I don't like children. I think that's why I'm huffing about it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm like Wonder Woman's like, why are there children here? You know, I'm like just projecting. <laughs> so yeah so yeah um and then batman is like holding another child batman likes kids like you know clearly yeah like as as he keeps on recruiting them for his army and his war on crime my goodness seriously like no they that is a child please stop putting them in danger i always let always bother me so it says presented by dupont pharmaceuticals national association of retail druggists whoa Mm -hmm. yeah Okay. All right. Let's get down to it, my friend. Yeah. So basically this is a superhero themed activity book, kind of like based around the idea of teaching kids basic stuff related to health information. It was obviously put out by DC Comics. And as you just noted, it is presented by DuPont and the National Association of Retail Druggists. It doesn't have a cover date, but the Indicium notes a copyright date of 1989. And there's a letter from DuPont at the back of the book that lists November 1989 in the letterhead, which, you know, letterhead dates, that was a thing that we really got drilled into our heads and just doesn't exist now. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can't find any credits for who actually wrote or illustrated this. 
I will say that you look at this art specific to the superheroes and it looks a lot like the art style that was used for DC superpowers, which became kind of like the defining style in the eighties for DC comics. And that art was specifically based on a style guide that was put together by the artist, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez. Okay, nice. Yeah. And then it turns out when I did some digging on this, that this is actually kind of like a repackaged version of an earlier book that had come out a couple of years before in 1984, I think, or 85. And that first book used the actual DC superpowers label which I thought was kind of interesting. So yeah. Anyway, (laughs) as soon as you open this book, you are greeted with the following letter, which I have decided that you should read. Oh, cool. I like this. Hi, you are holding a very special book. It was made just for you by people who care a lot about you, your family, and your friends. To bring you this DC Superheroes Good Health Activity Book, your friends at DuPont Pharmaceuticals have teamed up with your family's pharmacist through the National Association of Retail Druggists and your superhero friends at DC Comics. This book is about your good health. It will help you when you are sick. It's also about how to safely use the medicines given to you by a doctor, pharmacist, or your mom or dad. You will have a lot of fun reading about me and my superhero friends. And along the way, you will learn a lot about keeping healthy. Superman, Robin, Wonder Woman, and I, along with other superhero friends, want you to remember that your health is a most important part of your life. Take good care of yourself and your health. Best regards, Batman. (laughs) I hate to spoil this, but Batman's kind of overselling what's going on in this book. Oh, (laughs) I was wondering, did I sell that enough for Batman? Like, like really? They're like, we're going to teach you about stuff. You're like, are you? Because I read through this book and it doesn't really teach you anything, but okay. But also, like, I'm not going to listen to, listen, I am not going to take the advice of a comic over what my doctor, pharmacist, or my mom or dad say. I mean, at this point, my mom or dad don't have a say in this. I'm freaking 37 years old. But, like, I'm going to listen to my doctor or my pharmacist over what this comic book says. So that is, that's big britches to fill, is all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. It's a big talk. Yeah. It's better well, be life altering information, Mike. This is what I expect now. Spoiler, it's not. God damn it. <laughs> but like I said, this is a bunch of activities for kids. It's entirely in black and white, so it's clearly meant to be a coloring book too, which I found kind of charming. The yeah. first page features Robin telling readers about how they have to help a kid and his mom navigate a maze to get to the doctor's office for his regular checkup. We then get a two-page spread where the Flash is running from a drugstore to various kids' homes to help them with health issues. So you have to match the remedies with the maladies. Like cough syrup is matched to the kid with the cough, ice the kid who burnt their hand on the stove, etc. Wonder Woman asks us to draw hands on clocks to show the next three times that a kid should get her medicine based on how often they're supposed to take it. Batman has an alphabet cipher spelling out a message. It's actually very simple. It's basically just they they reversed it. So it's like A equates to Z, B equates to Y, etc. Uh, okay. But, but like, you know, again, That's like fair. little kids, it's cute. Yeah. And then it spells out the following message. Medicines can make you sick if you don't take them as prescribed by your doctor. 
Okay, this then... is all like this is all like useful advice so far. I yeah. mean, like, I mean, like you know, for for like little kids, this is yeah, this is fine. It doesn't really teach you much, but it's like you know, it's reinforcing basic ideas right. and, and stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah. So then we get an out of order series of panels telling a silent comic story about a kid getting sick, going to the doctor and getting medicine from his mom. Robin reveals that the Riddler mixed up the story and then needs our help to put it right. There's another Batman word puzzle with mirrored text telling kids never to play with anything in the medicine cabinet. After that, we get a connect the dots image of Superman using his x-ray vision on a kid's broken arm. There's a page where kids have to identify the proper remedies for different medical issues. Then another maze where Superman flies Danny and his dad from the doctor's office to the drugstore. We then have to help Wonder Woman lasso different things that are good to share. Spoiler, it's things like candy and toys, not cough syrup and pills. Okay. I'm not supposed to share pills with my friends. Apparently not. <laughs> Uh, we get a page with Protector, who I didn't know who this was. I actually texted Lance and Jake from Comic Book Keepers and Spectales because I'm like, do you guys know who this is? Because I don't. It looks like a Teen Titans member. They didn't know. Yeah. I put out a call on the internet today because I was like, does anyone know who this is? And so I learned about Protector from this. Protector. Uh, we're going to have to do an episode on this guy. Yeah. So Protector was created as a new member of the Teen Titans specifically for a Keebler anti-drug comic that they put out because they couldn't use the rights to Robin because he was part of like the Batman family and Nabisco (laughs) had those rights. So. Oh my um, God. Warring, just warring snacks. Yeah. So we're going to have to do that. Um, But yeah, so protector asks the kids to identify various people and their jobs, and then circle the only person who is safe to take medicine from, which is like the nurse. And then the last three pages are word puzzles. Flash has a health-themed word scramble. Wonder Woman asks us to solve a crossword. And Batman has a health-themed hidden word puzzle. And finally, there is a letter from DuPont to parents, educators, and concerned citizens explaining that this book was created to teach kids about how prescription medication and illegal drugs can be dangerous if they're improperly used. And more copies can be requested from DuPont if you call an 800 number. Like, this is, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's very cute and charming, but also yeah. it's very surface level. They're like, we're teaching you about, like, the dangers of, like, misusing drugs. I'm like, are you? Because there is nothing about that. Like, yeah. it's just like, don't do that. I just said don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really want to find the original DC Superpowers book that this was, like, reskinned from because it's just, again, part of that brand that I really like. And that was given out as part of Reagan's anti-drug campaign in the 80s. But like, I get the impression that DuPont was just using this as a tax write-off since anti-drug programs like D.A.R.E. were so big at that point in time. But yeah, like very charming, very cute. Like if I was a little kid who had gotten this, I would have spent hours with it. Totally. But yeah. That's great. So that is our episode for today. Thank you as always for joining us. We will be back next week with a deep dive. And then after that, we will have another dollar bin discovery for you. So until then, we'll see you in the stacks. Thanks for listening to 10 Cent Takes. Accessibility is important to us, so text transcriptions of each of our published episodes can be found on our website. This episode was hosted by Jessica Frazier and Mike Thompson, written by Mike Thompson and edited by Jessica Frazier. 
Our intro theme was written and performed by Jared Emerson Johnson of Bay Area Sound. Our credits and transition music is Pursuit of Life by Evan McDonald and was purchased with a standard license from Premium Beat. Our banner graphics were designed by Sarah Frank, who you can find at lookmomdraws.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us, ask us questions, or tell us about how we got something wrong, please head over to tencenttakes.com or shoot an email to tencenttakes at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter for now. The official podcast account is tencenttakes, all one word. Jessica is Jessica Witha, and Jessica spelled with a K. And Mike is Van Sau, V-A-N-S-A-U. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, Blue Sky, and Hive. A full list of our socials will be listed in the show notes. You can also send us mail now. We are at P.O. Box 940 in Pengrove, California, 94951. And Pengrove is spelled P-E-N-N-G-R-O-V-E. Send us stuff. (laughs) If you'd like to support us, be sure to download, rate, and review wherever you listen. Stay safe out there. And support your local comic shop. 